Welcome to Step Brother, a steamy Academy romance web serial. With over 1 million reads online, Step Brother is filled with secrets, sports, and second chances. Join Allie and Jace in this spicy romance. Chapter 8 Allie It was Saturday night, and Jace was nowhere to be found when I left the house for my date. He was probably at Jenny's house or with another girl from my biology class, making them suck him off because he was king of Redwood and kings got everything they ever wanted. I gnawed on the inside of my lip and stared off into space. Last night, I'd never thought it would happen. I never thought I'd actually ever sleep with Jace. It had been sophomore Allie's dream to spend the night with him, to have him whisper sweet nothings to her that he never told anyone else, to have him touch her in places that nobody ever had before. But all I'd gotten was a filthy mouth that made me wet and his calm deep inside of me. As if he deserved to come inside of me after leaving me in tears, after I begged him to answer me, wondering why I wasn't enough for him anymore two years ago. Allie, Jamal said, waving a hand in front of my face. We were parked at the Overlook. The rocks overlooked the Atlantic Ocean, which was how it had gotten its name. This place was busy in the spring and summer, but in the fall and winter, it was almost completely empty. I glanced over at Jamal. Sorry, I'm just tired, I said, shifting my body so it was turned toward him. My knees brushed against his, and I wanted to feel my heart race like it had with... I shook my head, but it didn't. I can take you home if you want, Jamal offered. My lips curled into a smile and I wrapped a knit blanket around my body and leaned into him to snuggle closer. No, I'm good. I felt so bad about this. Part of me really, really wanted to give Jamal a chance because he was actually one of the nicer athletes on the football team and had always been so sweet to me. The other half wanted to kiss Jamal Make out with Jamal, have Jamal's hands run all down my body, just to hurt Jay's. Jamal stared off into the endless Atlantic Ocean and smiled. I've been wanting to take you out forever, he said, gently brushing his knuckles against mine. Chills ran down my spine from the wind. But I wanted to do something a bit more, I don't know, active? More active? I asked, brow arched. That's a funny way of saying you want to get in my pants. Not many guys are as forward as you are, Jamal Simmons. He let out a deep chuckle. Nah, I mean, go out to dinner or to the movies, or break into the boarded up arcade down by the beach and let you kick my ass at Pac-Man or some shit. I couldn't help the grin on my face. Only kids from the shitty side of town knew about the bankrupt, boarded-up arcade three blocks away from the overcrowded tourist seaside. The rich kids wouldn't be found dead anywhere even close to there. They had the Cherry Hill beaches, which were only for the higher class, supposedly. Jamal was from the shitty side of town, had grown up a few houses down from where I used to live before Dad died. He had helped out around the house, mowing our lawn and keeping things the way dad had had them before mom met Harlan. But I'm down for this too. Jamal grinned at me with those gleaming white teeth, almost as bright as the full moon tonight. 
My lips curled into a soft smile, and I suddenly found myself clutching the necklace Dad had bought me the night before a drunk driver killed him. Spent almost 20 years in the military and got killed for someone's senseless decisions. The world was cruel, so freaking cruel and rude and uncaring, especially to a girl just trying to make it out of this town and live a happy life. How's your mom? Jamal asked when everything got quiet. I shrugged. Same, but now she gets to go out to fancy dinners and travel to exotic places and can buy anything she wants. She's spending two weeks in some other country to celebrate her anniversary instead of going to dad's grave with me to commemorate his death this year. I pressed my lips together. That made it two years in a row now. Part of me felt like she didn't care, even though she had spent 20 years with my father. Jamal frowned and looked back at the ocean. Life's a bitch sometimes. You just gotta deal with it. My lips curled into a small smile. That makes me feel so much better, Jamal. Thanks. Jamal winked at me. Anytime. Then he shook his head, as if to say life really did suck sometimes for some people and that it wasn't fair to even the best of us. How are you doing? As good as I can be, I said, thinking back to last night. All those emotions and feelings I had tried to suppress were suddenly back and nagging at all my insides. Raw pain and agonizing hurt from wanting something I knew never really was or would ever be mine. Jace, Jace fucking Harbor. My phone buzzed and Amani's name popped up on the screen along with the time, 12.04 a.m. I should get back home, I said, standing up and brushing off the dirt from my backside. Jamal stood up and twirled the keys of his nearly broken down 2005 Dodge Neon around his finger. I slid into the passenger side and looked over at him, knowing that I shouldn't have asked him to take me here out of all places. If Jace found out that Jamal and I had hung out in our spot, he'd kill the man. I had a good time tonight, I said with a smile. A really good time. You've reached the end of this episode. You can find the completed audiobook at shopameliarose.com slash products slash stepbrother. But if you'd like to continue listening to our free episodes, make sure to hit the follow button to receive updates.